Hello, this is Justin Coleman, Senior Pastor at University UMC, and this is our podcast. I hope these messages engage your mind, touch your heart, and inspire you to serve God and your neighbor. Check us out online at universityumc.church. Thanks for tuning in. Amen. I don't know about you, but I really resonate with that video. We live in this time when there's so much that is pressing in on us. So in this sermon series, we hope to talk about how we can be renewed, even in the midst of everything that is going on around us. And this Sunday, we'll be talking about what it means to have a renewed heart or a spiritually changed heart. Please go with me to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, I pray that you would speak through me and perhaps even in spite of me. And so let the humble words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. So during this Be Renewed sermon series, we'll be uh, talking about um, different aspects of renewal. And, and there'll be pieces along the way that'll be mailed to you that will be of help as we think through um, how we can be renewed in our thinking and be renewed in our sense of generosity. And so I hope you'll make use of the various discipleship resources that are mailed to you, but also there are small groups that are going on during this time that are reflecting on each of the messages uh, on Sunday mornings and, and the impact that they, they are, um, those conversations are having in our lives. And so I hope that you'll be a part of one of our Be Renewed uh, small groups and certainly hope that you will um, make use of the Be Renewed resources uh, that will be mailed to you uh, shortly. I wonder, what are the things you do? Where are the places that you go to be renewed? This is one of the places that I go to be renewed. I love taking a walk, taking a hike, walking through a forest type setting. It calms me, it helps me feel connected with nature. I, it helps me to get above things, to kind of get on the balcony a bit and, and have a different perspective. And so I walk these trails and I think and I pray along them. And I love the active nature of it. Sometimes we think of renewal as something that's quiet, time to chill out, a time to go away from everything, a, a spa day, pulling away uh, to do a bit of self-care. Sometimes God also renews us while we're in motion, while we're on the road of life. That's what 2 Corinthians talks about. No matter what's going on on the outside, it says on the inside, we can be renewed each and every day. And so I hope as we journey through this sermon series, as we think about what it means for us to be renewed, that God would renew you each and every day as you walk along the path of life. As we think about what it means to take heart, what it means to have a spiritually changed or a spiritually renewed heart, I want to go to the whiteboard and think about the heart in two ways. I saw a really great quote the other day from a pastor that I follow online named Tim Keller. And he said this, he said, there's a difference between a morally restrained heart and a spiritually changed heart. 
So again, there's a difference between a morally restrained heart and a spiritually changed There's a difference. There's a difference between these two different kinds of hearts. <laughs> so with a morally restrained heart, there's a sense that you must exert your will. Uh, the will has to drive everything. I've got to will to do what is right. I've got a will to be kind. I've got to will to make sure that I'm doing things and having interactions that are moral and right that other people, when they view me, would call good. And so this is, this is a conversation about the, the effort. Who or what is exhibiting effort here? Well, in the spiritually changed heart, this is about the work of the Holy Spirit through grace. So morally rest moral restraint, you've got to will it. You've got to work yourself. But in the spiritually changed, the Holy Spirit works through you. So here's why we often confuse the two, I think. Because the spiritually changed heart tends to exhibit moral restraint. But a morally restrained heart does not always exhibit the grace that we're talking about here. So someone who is morally restrained might fail at mercy. Because again, it's all about them, their willing to, through their own personal resources, doing the right thing, which can sometimes make one judgmental. But the spiritually changed person will constantly, through grace and a sense of mercy, um, approach people who may not be living in morally restrained ways. There's a, there's a difference when we allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. Now, what's a marker of the, um, the spiritually changed heart? I often think about the fruit of the Spirit that's talked about in Galatians chapter 5. So um, Galatians 5 and beginning with verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The fruit of the Spirit, it says. So fruit is singular here when um, uh, Paul is writing uh, about this in Galatians. So the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. The spiritually changed heart will exhibit this fruit. Now, at the end of the day, we might say, 
Well, both of these are good because, well, at least there's moral restraint here. The challenge here is sometimes this is crushing. It takes so much effort, so much will, and it's perhaps the case that we're not always able to, to live up to this. A spiritually changed heart, when we allow the Holy Spirit to work through us such that these flavors of the fruit come out, uh, the flavors of the fruit of the Spirit are balanced, then we can more freely live in this morally restrained way that we hope for. Now, sometimes we exist on the continuum between the morally restrained and the spiritually changed or the spiritually renewed. Sometimes the moral restraint can move us toward spiritual renewal as long as we know that this is a movement and this and the spiritual heart change is what we're driving toward. The challenge is when we mistake the moral restraint for the spiritual change. There are times in my life when I think I confuse the two. There are times in my life when I thought, gosh, if I can just work really hard and by force of will stay in between the lines, color in between the lines, stay within the bounds, do what I believe Christ has called me to do, be Christ-like in the world by sheer force of will, that somehow equated to spiritual change. But the challenge is that it's hard to be consistent because uh, as the, the forces of life press against us, it's easy to lose footing. It needs to be inconsistent in that moral restraint. Or we are experienced, people experience us as being inconsistent. So think about the fruit of the Spirit again. So in, in one place, people say, wow, you are loving and joyful and peaceful and you're gentle and you're self-controlled over here, but you're not over here. And so sometimes it feels like there are two different people that I'm living with. Why? Because there is a um, we've been working to create this kind of moral restraint over here. Uh, but we can't sustain that. And so a friend might say, wow, I see that here, but I don't see that over here. Or, or a loved one may say, I see this over here, but I don't see this, this over here. And what the spiritually changed, the spiritual um, renewed, spiritually renewed heart gives us the opportunity to do is to allow the Holy Spirit to work within us so that the fruit of the Spirit is more balanced across our lives because it's not by our own effort. And so when life presses against us, we have a different center because the power of God is working through us. The power of the Holy Spirit is working through us to steady us in the midst of uncertain times. Now, 2 Corinthians uh, talks about this. In, in, in verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 9, it says, We're harassed, but we aren't abandoned. We're knocked down, but we aren't knocked out. There's so much stress around us these days. There's so much pressing against us uh, these days. This 
it's the conditions created by the pandemic and just the natural flow of life. There are things that press on us, things that stress us out, things that worry us. Situations where we just don't know what we're going to do. We feel that the solutions are beyond us, beyond our control. And we could just allow it to take us, take us over. But what Scripture says here is, no, we're harassed, but we aren't abandoned. Christ is with us. God is with us. We're knocked down, but because God is with us, we are not going to be knocked out. And then if you look at verse 16, it says, even if our bodies are breaking down on the outside, even if these things that are pressing against us, these stressors, they're real. They're real and they're affecting us. They've got a tangible effect on our lives. But even still, even if our bodies are breaking down on the outside, the person that we are on the inside, it says, is being renewed every day. Again, because of the power of God working through us, who we are on the inside, that, that heart, our spiritually changed or spiritually renewed heart, is, is being renewed daily. It's being refreshed daily because of the power at work within us. Not the power of our will, but the power of God. So you might be asking, so why are we talking about any of this during a generosity series? Well, because I've never known someone who has a spiritually changed or spiritually renewed heart who wasn't generous. And again, I'm not just talking about financial generosity. We're talking about prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness. We're talking about the way someone is generous with their, uh, the people who are close to them and then people all around them because of that spiritually changed heart. Because of the fruit of the Spirit working through the individual's life so that they are loving and joyful and peaceful and patient and kind and gentle and full of faith and self-controlled. This produces a kind of generosity. And so we pray that this fruit would be magnified in our lives. So we'll be generous in every way. And so that we will be a people who are never knocked out by life. There might be harassing, but we don't feel abandoned by God. We might feel pushed down, but we're not knocked out. The power of God is at work within us, renewing us, refreshing us daily. And people will look at it and say, wow, I, just, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get how this fruit still is operating through your life. If, if I was experiencing what you're experiencing, that's not how I would be. That's not how I'd be reacting. What is it? Well, it's the power of God at work in me. So my challenge to us this week is to open up Galatians chapter 5 and to pray through the fruit of the Spirit. We do this each night uh, in our household. So do, to pray through the fruit of the Spirit, but also to do a spiritual heart check every day. 
God, how have I been at being loving and joyful and peaceful and patient and kind, good and full of faith and self-controlling and gentle? And if there are aspects of the fruit uh, of the Spirit, if there are flavors in that fruit that are off balance, I want to pray that your Holy Spirit will work through me and work in my life so that I can be better balanced. Allow God, allow the power of God to change your heart for not only your sake, but also for the sake of the world as you are uh, a light and a witness to it. In Christ's holy name, amen. Let's pray together. Gracious Lord, we pray that the fruit of your spirit would be made known in our lives. We pray that our hearts would be changed, and because of this heart change, we would live and move in this world differently as people who are living into the likeness of Christ daily. Daily, you are refreshing the image of Christ in us. And we pray that our lives will be made new because of it. And we pray that others, as they see our light and our witness in the world, would be inspired and encouraged because of our witness, especially in these trying and unsure and challenging times. We ask these things in Christ's holy name. Amen. Remember that we love you. We hope you have a great week. And may the peace of Christ be with you. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can visit us at universityumc.church where you can find services, events, and other ways you can get involved. Remember that we love you. We hope you have a great week. We hope the peace of Christ is with you. And we hope to see you soon.